Bearing Nation, how we doing? This is your host, Rob Napoli, and you are tuning in to another episode of the Bear Necessities Podcast, a podcast where we sit down with entrepreneurs, ecosystem partners, and innovation folks to talk about what it takes to launch, create, and scale businesses across the world. What is good, Bear Nation? How we doing? This is your host, Rob Napoli, and today's episode is one around a question that I've been asked a lot lately, especially by founders that I work with, uh, some of the clients that I work with, and many people in my network, which is, how do you get on podcasts? Uh, I've had the pleasure to be a guest on about 40 different podcasts, uh, plus the, the 68 that I host. And I really wanted to answer that question because there's a lot of different ways and tips and tricks And I think it's really, really important. And there's so much power in being a guest podcaster, especially if you're trying to grow your business for visibility, exposure, having kind of an audio and video and a written transcription that you can share with clients and investors um, and things of that nature. So I thought, who better to bring back to the show than the founder of a podcasting company, Colin Mitchell. So this episode features Colin Mitchell. We get into how and what it means to be a guest on a podcast and the tips and tricks and best places to go. He even gives some amazing tools for you to get started. And we briefly touch on, you know, the, the, the benefit of having your own podcast, but also the challenges of it. In fact, we may do a full episode on how to start your own podcast um, later in the year. So without further ado, let's get into the show with Colin Mitchell. Glad to have him back. Did you share some great wisdom and insights with y'all? Stay well. Bear Nation, how we doing? We are back again. And uh, I brought back one of uh, my favorite people, Colin Mitchell, uh, back on the show again. Uh, for those that don't know him, I will link his original um, episode where he got into his story and how he builds. But he is the co-founder and CRO for a company called SalesCast which is all about podcasting and a influential figure in me getting the bare necessity startup. So Colin, welcome back to the show, my friend. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm glad that I made it to your list of favorites. <laughs> <laughs> of course, man. We've, we've been through a lot together and there's been a lot of great, um, you know, great conversations. And, and I don't think the bare necessities would have truly been possible without, uh, you know, us connecting to be on your podcast as a guest first. Yeah. And then how we turn that into like why I would be a good host and then the show idea and the coming of age of the show. So, um, yeah, it's a big deal. So, you know, what I wanted to do and, you know, we talk about podcasting a lot and, and obviously I have this platform and, and I talk to a lot of people, a lot of founders, especially in the accelerator communities I'm in and the incubators and um, all over the world about the value of podcasting. And I wanted to like ask you a few questions around that and, and why it's so powerful and, and what the impact that you can have with a podcast, either as a guest or as a host. So that's yeah. what I want to cover uh, with you today. So why don't we start out with your podcasting journey? You know, what made you fall in love with the podcasting life and get you started? Like, how did you get started and what was it that you saw that drew you in quickly? Yeah, so... It all started with uh, me actually guesting on Chris, my co-founder, uh, his podcast for the first time. I think 
think you're familiar with the story, so I'll, I'll keep it you know fairly brief, and, and we'll get into more details here. Um, but he invited me on his show. It was the first podcast I've ever been on. I had a great experience. It was actually in studio, in person, when you know that was more of a thing. Those are always you know great experiences. We encourage people to come into our studio whenever possible uh, in Orange County to create content because it's just a it's just a good time. And uh, at the end of it, I was like this was awesome. Like, I think I want to start a podcast. How do I get started? And he made it really easy for me to get started and helped me out. And then we went on this crazy journey of creating a lot of content on a high frequency when it like right into a daily from like zero podcast experience to like daily content. Um, and that was, you know, he was helping me run the podcast and always also doing some marketing work, um, for my UCAS business before I sold that. And, uh, we created process and we created, you know, uh, a lot of things around creating high frequency of content all centered around the podcast, right? And that was the first thing that I fell in love with podcasting was the ability to take one activity and then repurpose it in many different ways. I know that you do a great job with this, like, you know, from your podcast, you end up with lots of content, you know, social graphics, text posts, reels, LinkedIn videos, audiograms, like, just through that one little 20, 30 minute conversation, you're like, you can become, you can accelerate being a creator or a daily creator, um, by through that single activity. And I think a lot of times the reason that people don't get started on high frequency of creating content, uh, is because they don't have that vehicle, uh, that one activity that they do consistently to drive all of the content that they need to repurpose across all channels. Right. So that was the first thing that I really fell in love with it. Um, and then from there, we thought the podcast was going to be one thing. And this is really common. People start a podcast and they have this idea and they you know, have a goal, they have strategies, and sometimes that changes. And that was definitely the case with my first show. We thought that it was going to help us land clients for my UCAS business and it just didn't work out. Uh, it was a highly competitive space. It was a very transactional sale and it didn't work. But the second part that I loved most about podcasting, and this is probably my most favorite thing, is the relationships and the connections that I built with the people that came on my show. I had this insane, awesome network of phenomenal people that I wouldn't have known otherwise. I mean, I know from just talking with you, the relationships that you develop with people that come on your show is one of one of the things you love most as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I love that you kind of brought this up because there's two sides, two major things that I think make podcasting so valuable, whether you're a guest or having your own show is one, the amount of content you get from doing mm -hmm. an episode right now that's a bit on you or like whoever's doing the show to like get the full, the full stuff and like cut it up. And like that does take time, energy and effort, but you know, Gary V kind of talked about the, the power of it. It's like video, audio, and written word, right? And like to be able to take that and, and cut it up, like one 30-minute podcast episode could give you 30 pieces of content and it repurposes over time. And it's amazing. Like there's two months of content out yeah. the gate. And the second thing that, that's my favorite is the network, right? And I wrote a book about building a value at a network. Like whether you're hosting, yeah. and we'll talk about this, hosting our guests, like you're meeting great fucking people. Yeah. And you get to build a relationship with them through that conversation that's real and raw. Like it's it's meaningful, it's deep. Like you're not going on with like, you know, I'm not going on a sales call with like my guards up. I'm not going on 
um, you know, like on a, you know, um, a game show where I got to be like perfect. It's like, I'm going on to have a conversation about real things that happen and it's real people talking about real things and it's genuine. And that genuine, authentic conversation and connection creates such an amazing ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, is you talked about adding value, right? And so this works, you know, on both sides, right? So if you're, if you're a guest and you're going on a show and you go there and you deliver a great message with tremendous value, that host is going to be extremely grateful because one of the most important things for a host is to create content that adds value for their network and for the listeners, right? And so um, being able to add value in that way as a guest really helps you build a bond and a relationship with that host. And, you know, I, I, we often talk about, you know, uh, we do like a webinar where we help people, you know, teach people how to get themselves booked on podcasts on a regular basis. It's like one of our most popular ones. Tons of people always show up to this one. It hasn't really changed much. I mean, the core of what that looks like and how to go about that is still pretty much the same. Um, but the one thing that most people often overlook is they're so concerned about reaching, you know, the host, uh, listeners, the one to many that they often overlook the relationship right in front of them, the actual hosts themselves. These are typically well-connected people. They typically know other podcasters that they could recommend you to, depending on how you show up, you know, if it's a big sales pitch and it's all about me and like, I'm constantly mentioning my website or all I'm talking about is my book or, you know, and and it's clear that I am there more for what's in it for me than just trying to add value. Then you're going to ruin the opportunity to have a relationship with a highly connected person. Yeah. I love that because Getting on one podcast makes it easier to get on a second, especially oh, because yeah. podcasters know other podcasters yeah. usually, and they're willing to share. It's like, hey, I had a great guest. And in fact, what I love about uh, podcasting and, and one of my favorite things with my show is when I get to have like a first time podcaster. I've had three. It's their first ever podcast with me. And I was like, I love that, right? Because like, hey, let me like, if it was good, like I've introduced them to go on other podcasts, right? It's like being able to kind of like give that back. It's like, Oh, that was great. And sometimes it's those people, like there's people out there that have been on like 30, 40 podcasts. You know, it's great because he put a social reel out, like everyone's going to like it because their network's so big, but like the listens are going to be very small unless it's a new topic. They tend to, sometimes you talk on the same thing. And so it's not drawing new listeners. Um, it's drawing a lot of social clicks, but like when you get really good stories and really good people, like that's where that happens. And then, great guests tend to share the podcast mm. to their network, which really drives it's Hey, like I talked about something great here. Please go listen. Like I could, I always know which episodes like my guests, like go really market yeah. uh, out because like there's a, there's a big gap of like what my normal, what each normal episode gets to like when they send it to all their friends, like, Hey, you got to check this out. Yeah. I was on this podcast and it makes a big difference. That one-to-one. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then, you know, that's when you, they, you, you invite them back, you know, for a round two or round three or whatever. Um, that's when you recommend them to your friends. That's when, you know, uh, th- those, those first timers too, like I've had, to, I've had to, my fair share of first timers on my show. Um, but I've also had not necessarily just first timers, but like people really telling parts of their story for the first time ever. And those are like some really magical moments. 
um, and can like change the trajectory of how they create content and, you know, finding their voice and like sharing more, you know, parts of them that they hadn't shared before for whatever reason. I don't know why, like people really open up on podcasts. Like there's just, I don't know if, um, I don't know what it is. They think like, Oh, it's audio only. Although everybody's using video, uh, what the case is, but you know, typically the best podcasts, uh, and then this is, you know, how you do your show, how I do my show and how many people do their show is there's not a lot of prep. There's not a lot of planning. Like we don't plan out any questions. We don't know where we're going to go. Uh, we just hop on, you know, kind of with a bit of intent in mind, but who knows where it takes us. And those are the best conversations because you get real authentic answers. Um, they're not, you know, scripted or thought out beforehand. It almost irritates me when somebody's like, Hey, here's all the questions I'm going to ask you before. And I'm like, if you run your show that way, that's cool. But, uh, definitely not my preference and you definitely will get better content if you don't do that. Yeah, I agree. And so I think part of what makes podcasting so unique is that genuine conversation. And the fact that I do think you're right the fact that it's kind of audio first, like, you know, I put video out, but usually people go to listen to the audio. Right. And I think there's this, um, desire that we want people to hear our story you want to share it, but when it's not in front of a camera, like we're not doing a video interview, we were more comfortable to share it and we want to share it. Everyone wants to be able to talk about themselves. Everyone wants to share their story. It just takes them a while to get for some to get out of their shell and share it. So I love that piece. One of the questions that I, I, I really have, and, and I think this is, you know, unique because you have kind of the two sides of, um, you just talked about your webinar that to guest it on. And then, you know, you obviously, have a ton of podcasts under the the SalesCast channel. Where does one start? If somebody comes to you and is like, I want to get into podcasting, like what do you advise them on on how to start getting into the podcast game if they Mm -hmm. haven't before done one? Yeah, it's a a really good question. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are probably thinking that. So um, I always recommend guesting first. Like I was a little crazy. and It was like I went on one podcast and then I started a podcast. Most people guest on a handful of shows before they start their own show. I know you personally, Rob, like you guested on a ton of shows and really thought through starting a podcast before you actually started, um, you know, the bare necessities. Right. So, um, I don't know what the right answer is. The right answer is like when you're comfortable, you find your voice and you're like comfortable telling your story. That's probably a good time to then maybe start your own show. Um, the thing that is really good about starting off that way is you start to get a sense of how other people run their show and some ideas of maybe how you want to run your show or maybe some things that you don't want to do. Like, you know, maybe some people have a prep call before, some people don't. Um, Maybe you do want to have a prep call with your guests before. Maybe you have, you know, sort of some go-to questions that are icebreakers or maybe you have some go-to questions, you know, rapid fire at the end. You'll start to see how other people run their podcast and it'll give you a sense of what you like, what you don't like. So you can start to form an idea on your head. If I had a show, what would it be like? What would, you know, how would I run, how would I operate it as a host? And then you can start to answer some of those questions. And then a big part of being a host too, and, and you see this when people start a little bit too early. And this was definitely my experience. Um, where, you know, they haven't guessed it a lot or haven't totally found their voice or haven't like really created a lot of content. And what will happen is 
the interviews are kind of boring. It sounds like, you know, something you would hear on the news or like, you know, um, it's question, answer, question, answer. They're less conversational, right? So the host really needs to find their voice for the content to be good. Um, and what that means is like sharing your thoughts and opinions and things about, you know, the conversation rather than just asking a bunch of questions. Cause that's boring. Yeah. Um, a lot to unpack there. And I love the, I love that. I, I think that guesting first is a great start. One, it's starting a podcast. We'll talk about it here in a second. Starting a podcast seems overwhelming, right? Mm-hmm. It's It was like a great idea. But one thing that held me back was like, oh, it feels like it could be overwhelming, like editing and production and all that stuff. So, you know, out the gate, I think. And it doesn't feel that, like, it, like it is. It is a lot. Yeah. It is a lot to run a show and to keep it going. Because like, I think only one in nine podcasts like, still release episodes today that have launched, right? And most people never even make it to 10 episodes. So like, it is a lot to start a show. Yeah, really. I didn't, I didn't know that people barely make it to 10. I mean, I, I'm on 68 now as we're recording. Uh, yeah. And I do think that, you know, there was, there was a little bit for me, a struggle of like making sure that I had enough consistency. That was a bit my fear. So I liked, I think guessing is a great way to start. You learn, and like for me, you know, I was guesting a lot with my former company as a sales organization. So I was doing sales podcasts. And then as that company got sold and I started Bare Necessity, it was all about entrepreneurship and, and the new business I had. So I actually had to like work on it. was some of the advice you gave is like, you know, changing your story and like the stories that you tell and like the, the subject matter, like this was the, your life before and this is your life now. And how do you like kind of bring that full circle and, and share that? And guesting gives you that experience to do that. Guesting gives you an experience like great guests also ask questions back. So it gives you that chance mm. to like do a little bit of back and forth and get yourself comfortable with being on camera, being behind a mic, sharing stories, asking questions, being vulnerable. And I do think the best podcasts are about being authentically you um, and telling real raw stories. Like I've heard those podcasts where they interview and it's like the best of highlights and it makes it seem glorified. And I was like, this shit sucks. Like there's nothing in there that really talks about the challenge and you make it seem so easy and it's not, we know that. (laughs) Um, So I think guesting, guesting is definitely the way to go. So if, if somebody comes to you like, I want to start guesting on shows, what do they, what should they look for? Right? Like how, when you look to guests and I kind of brought up my story because we had this conversation a little bit, how do you kind of focus on like what shows you should go for and what you should look at and how do you kind of like, even know where to start on the guesting side. Yeah. I mean, so the first thing is, is what kind of value can you bring to an audience? Like what are your talk tracks? Right. And you know, if you're a sales leader, maybe you have sales leadership talks. If you're a founder, maybe you have, you know, entrepreneurial experience to share. I think the biggest challenge is a lot of people think is like, Oh, I don't have enough. I don't have any value to add. And it's like, you do you, your story are unique enough. You just got to start talking about it. And like, you don't need to, you don't need to have like some eight figure, nine figure exit or raised 60 million or series B. Like you don't need to have those. Like a lot of people need to just, a lot of people think they need to have some sort of level of achievements or some sort of job title or some sort of experience before they get started on this journey. And that's not true. So the first thing you need to do is wake up to the fact that that's not true and stop telling yourself that lie and then figure out what experience that you have, right? Cause you started somewhere. And there's somebody ahead of you that maybe you look up to and there's people behind you that look up to where you're at and you can help them figure out to get how to get there. 
And so you have a story to share and it's important and it matters. And what is that story? And what type of audience would benefit from that? And so that's the first thing. Maybe it's marketing shows. Maybe it's entrepreneurship shows. Maybe it's sales shows. Maybe it's, you know, maybe you're a technical person and it's, you know, AI shows. I don't know. Whatever those are, that's step one. And then there's tons of resources as of where, like, you don't want to, like, scroll through the podcast apps and, like, look for shows. That'll just, it's not efficient, right? So there's tons of resources of where you can start to put these lists together. There is um, Listen Notes is a great resource. Uh, Podchaser is a great resource. And there's another one called Refonic as well. Those are like the main three. Um, I don't, my personal preference, what's the, the last one is Refonic. My personal preference used to be Listen Notes, but it's changed to Podchaser. Podchaser is really robust and has some really good data. And so you build that list in there. And maybe you build a list of like, 20 or 50 shows, okay? And you have an idea of what your talk tracks are, okay? Because there's three things podcasters care about. One, do you know anything about their show? Like, are you just blindly reaching out or like, have you actually done some research? Like, have you actually listened to some episodes? Do you actually know the host name? Do they even have guests? Because sometimes like people reach out to shows that don't even have guests, right? And and so that's the, that's the number one thing. The second thing that they care about is reviews. Reviews are like gold to podcasters. So if you're doing your research, you're checking the show out, drop them a review. The show, you must think the show is good if you want to be a guest. So drop them a five-star review and let them know. And then the, yeah, the, the third thing that they care about most is can you add value to their listeners? Like, so do the work for them. Hey, Rob, I was checking out the Bare Necessities uh, for Entrepreneur podcast. I dropped you a five-star review. Here's a few topics that I think your audience can benefit from. How to get started in podcasting for an entrepreneur. You know, how to lead an organization through founder-led sales. When to make your first sales hire as an entrepreneur. Like, those are just some examples that I came up with on the fly. Do you think your listeners would benefit from this? Question mark. Like, that's it. <laughs> And, and also, really you can look simple. back at their you can look back at their their previous episodes, and you can start to see too, like which episodes get a lot of plays, which episodes you know if they're if it's like yeah. first hire thing, if there's like five episodes, they probably want to do another one of that. So like yeah. Yeah, this yeah, way, yeah. you can kind of like tailor your things to yeah, I like love that. Because you can see where the gaps are. That. Like, hey, I noticed you haven't talked about this on your show yet. Exactly. Right? Boom. Um, I mean, you get, I'm sure you get tons of outreach, right? Like you've seen probably mostly bad. I would imagine anything good come across your box where you're like, I I might actually have them on my show. I had two that, um, and one ended up coming on one. We just never were able to make it happen, but I had two cold outreach me. Um, I had five that I talked to three were like, absolutely no. Like when you just talked to me, you knew that they weren't genuine. It was going to be pitching. Um, one, I did take on and it was it ended up being a good episode because I had to like right before the show, like I could tell he was like trying to like, here's what I want to talk about. Here's some questions to ask me. I was like, no, no, no this is my uh, podcast. Uh, I was like, yeah. if we're going to do this, like, I'll cancel right now. But like, you're not pitching your services. You're coming in to talk yeah. about your story. And he was like, yeah. all right. And it turned out to be a great episode. The other one, I was yeah. really excited to get on. We just couldn't make the timing work. Uh, but he had yeah. a great story, great energy. Um, in fact, like just having this conversation, I want to go reach back out to him. Uh, 
but but yeah, I mean, I've only had two, and I've probably seen a hundred. Um, people reach out to me about the podcasts. Um, yeah, two out of a hundred. So that I mean, that's what's that's what's out there. And then here's the key: is like, Rob's a busy guy. Like, don't just send Rob one message and think like because he doesn't respond. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're a pretty responsive, dude. So I don't know. But bottom line is, most podcasters are super busy. Like they are not full time podcasters. Now there's some exceptions. But most of them are running a business, you know, they have a job, they do it after hours, on the weekend, as a side gig, side hustle, like the podcast is not their bread and butter, right? So like, you may have to follow up five to eight times before they're like, yes, I'd love to have you on. You know, the thing that really makes difference for me um, with the reach out and, and what I look for is a lot of times they'll say like, they'll give me like this like huge bio and a one pager with assets. Like I don't oh. want to have to go clicking around a PDF. Oh. Send me a video with a sample clip. Yeah. Like either send me a sample clip or send me a video. Like, hey Rob, really love being on your show. Here's what I could do. Here's my energy. I'm showing you this so you can see what I'm like and like feel yeah. the energy. Exactly. Like you do that, that's a game changer. And in fact, I did that for a couple of shows and I had somebody who got back to me and was like, Rob, love to have you, love your energy. But like that topic is so covered for me right now. Yeah. Um like follow back up with me in, in six months. And so I actually had a reminder. And in fact, as it's July, I actually just read messages like, Hey, we'd love to come back on. Here are some updated topics that yeah. I could discuss with you. Would love to come on your show. Uh, waiting to hear back from them. But like, you know, that video, video is doing is that huge. huge difference. Yeah. I mean, cause like, look, the reality is, is they can see like, okay, you got a nice setup. You got a mic, you know, you're not a babbling buffoon. Like, I mean, like there's some things that matter. Like, Hey, if I get on an episode with this person, can they create some good quality content and you showing up on video presenting yourself? Well, that's huge. Like literally just showing them that you have a mic and you have a setup and like, you know, you're comfortable on video. Like those are huge things. So yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's really not that difficult. It, it, it does take time. You know, you can do this yourself and then maybe hire a VA to do it for you. There's agencies you can hire to do it. Most of them, honestly, like, I mean, I've seen probably, you said you've seen hundreds, like I've probably seen, or a hundred, I've probably seen close to a thousand, maybe not even more, you know, having a, a, a multiple podcasts and also I see outreach for some of the, you know, shows that we manage as well. And, and it's all crap. Like it's four paragraphs long with a bio, with a PDF, just like you said, and that stuff pretty much just gets ignored. Yeah. Don't, don't send me a novel on why you send me something short, sharp, sweet. Um, so all those founders and I, and I, I was talking to a few founders, like, look, like one of the best way to get your story. And, and also people need to understand, like, I, I want to make this clear for a lot of people out there. Podcasting is a long game, like as a guest and hosting your own podcast that sometimes like I've noticed that my show gets binged, like over the weekends I'll have like, it, it's a, it's crazy. Like somebody will like listen to five episodes at a time. It's like, Oh, you have, five unique users, you know, unique listeners and 30, you know, 30 plays. It's like, oh, wow, five people listen to multiple episodes, right? And so understand that you want to go on, you want to go out, you want to share, you want to promote, but like the ROI from that, it's infinite. As long as that podcast stays out there and they leave it up, like that could be found at any time. You can share it, you can embed it into your website and it becomes a great opportunity uh, for you to share your story and show. And also like as you do more, like showing your progression of like, your ability to grow and scale as a guest um, or as a host, um, which is a big, big deal um, for a lot of people. And, and I do think that a lot of people are like, oh, I did a podcast. It was cool. Um, but, you know, I haven't seen much from it. And it's like, well, 
you got to give it time to, to let it be out in the wild and uh, for people to listen in the audience to, to catch up to where, you know, for like me, I'm doing weekly, you're doing daily. Like mm-hmm. I'm still like months behind on your show. And like, sometimes I skip through episodes sometimes I skip fast. Like, you know, some episodes like really catch my eye. Like, Oh, I want to go listen to that one. So when there's a lot of content, you have to understand, like it takes time to consume that. Um, so don't, don't get too eager to dismiss the idea of podcasting uh, when you yeah. got to understand how it's consumed. But you also need to review, like, if you go on a show, don't just be like, yeah, now all the leads are going to flow in. Like, go listen to the episode, because let's be real. You might have sucked. Like, really, you might have sucked. I know I did on the first few or more that I did. And so you learn how to get better and not rant and, you know, answer, like, questions more tactically and really provide value to the listeners. And then the biggest mistake most people make is at the very end, you know, when most podcasters are like, hey, Rob, you know, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, they typically will give way too many options, right? And so give one option. Like, what do you want them to do? If you're trying to grow your podcast, tell them to check out your show. If you're trying to grow your social following, pick one social handle. You're trying to get people to download the first chapter of your book, give them something for free, a guide, a takeaway, something of value, a free course, like pick one really killer call to action. So at the very end, after you've provided a ton of value, people will actually go there rather than saying, hey, follow me here and here. And I talk about this and my side hustle and I also do this. And then it's just like people do nothing because they're overwhelmed. And then that's when people are like, yeah, guesting doesn't work. Yeah. I love it because like I, I, I used to have beacons. Now I have it on, on my website, but I'm like, check out www.robnapley.com. And you'll have access to all the things. All the socials are there. Yep. Checking out my podcast, checking out my book. Like all of it makes it really easy. Go there. You can purchase and listen and follow me on any platform as you as you desire. My favorite is LinkedIn, right? And so you know where to go and you know which one my yep. favorite is, which I'll be most responsive. But I'm not telling you 50 different links. I'm telling you one link that you can't forget. Yep. And then they can go pick and choose. Cause some people are like, cool, Rob, your LinkedIn is your favorite, but like, I'm an Instagram follower and I love your Instagram feeds. So I'm going to go follow an Instagram. Some might be a TikToker, yeah. some might be YouTube. Um, yeah. So I love that one call to action as a guest. Um, yeah. And as a host, thinking about like making sure to like get that strong so that you can have all the links in there and you can drive back to your guest and do right by your guest, uh, which yeah. is super, super important. We didn't get too much into like starting a podcast. I think we have to do a part two on that. But uh, for those out there thinking about starting a podcast, we did mention that it is it is a lot to be consistent. Where should one start? What would your advice be? It's like, hey, Colin, I am um, thinking about starting a podcast. What was the, what would you kind of say to them to get them in the right? Yeah, so let's say you've guessed it on some shows, and now you're like, hey, I love this. I'm ready to start my own show. I have a good idea of what it's you know going to be about, how I'm going to run it, all that good stuff. Um, don't overthink it. Like that's where most people get stuck is like, oh, there's, you know, too many interview shows or, oh, you know, I don't want to do another sales show. Or it's like, these are just like BS excuses that you're telling yourself to not get started. Or like, oh, I need to have the perfect plan that like, that doesn't exist. All right. And just get started. Like you'll figure it out. It'll get better over time. You can join communities like we have, get tons of resources and help connect with some other podcasters and be like, yo, how did you get started? Right. Like that's a really good thing to do. But like it's not that complicated to get started. You need a name, you need some artwork, you need an intro, you need an outro, you need a podcast host. That's like if you want to go free, you can go anchor. If you want like more of a premium host that has some additional features and a reporting and ad support and things like that, Simplecast is my go to. Um, 
And then, you know, just get started. Start recording episodes. Like, even if you do it on Zoom at first, that's okay. It's not the best option, but you can get started. Today, we're recording on Riverside, which is my recommendation. Um, you know, I used to say Riverside was a little bit more difficult because you end up with a lot of different files and, like, matching them all together can be challenging. But they've actually got some features built in where, you're like, you can do some of the editing on the platform. I personally have never used them. Our team doesn't use them. Uh, but for people that are like doing it themselves, just getting started, I think it's like good enough and works fine. Yeah. Um, I actually you know, edited my first, you know, I, for those that are listening, I, I, I use Colin's team, but I wanted to like teach myself some things. So I added my first one on um, this platform and it was, how um, was it? Uh, it was harder than I thought, <laughs> uh, considering that I had to take two weeks to get the episode out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it was I mean, harder than I easy. thought. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and think about like before Riverside had those tools, like it was even harder, but you know, it will be hard at first and then you'll build a system, you'll build process, you'll figure it out. Maybe you have a VA do it. Maybe you have somebody on your team do it. Maybe you hire an agency to do it, but like just get started. That's the key. Is it going to be the best podcast ever? No. But like as long as you're building relationships, having good conversations, creating valuable content, that's a win. Don't worry about the downloads and the unique listeners. It's hard not to pay attention to that stuff, but like just ignore it in the beginning. As long as you're, you know, building relationships with people in that one-to-one, it's going to be a successful activity, even if nobody listens. You know, that's one thing that I will say is I, I, I track my stuff and my downloads and all that. And I, I do pay attention, but it's never bothered me. Like I play, I'm playing the long game here. I'm 68 episodes in. Uh, one of the cool things I have listeners from 65 countries. Like sixty five people from sixty five yeah. countries have tuned into my my podcast. And I don't even think I have that. I have downloads, but I don't think sixty five. I don't have. I don't, I don't have. I, I'm still surprised. Countries. Like there's names of countries. I'm like, how the hell did you find my show? Or, yeah. But that's that's the cool thing about it. And and I will say this: that get started. Like Anchor makes it easy. Riverside makes it easy. Uh, you know, you don't even need video to get started. Like start with audio. Like I'll tell you, the first 10, 15 of mine, I've gone back and looked at. They're not bad, but they're not great. Not near as yeah. good as the next fifteen twenty and the next fifteen twenty, and now we're on sixty, and it's it's changed so much. Yeah. Oh yeah, and another tip is like for the first like five, just pick some friendlies, like people you know well, people you know you jive well, that have good energy, like because it's gonna be hard, and they will give you some real feedback, like so at the end when you're done, and you can be like, "Yo, how was that?" And they can be like, "Dude, that sucked. Let's redo it." Because I've had that happen. Like one of my initial episodes, I did with a good friend. And he's like, dude, loosen up, be yourself. That sucked. He's like, I have time. Let's record, let's redo it. And I was so grateful that he said that and called me out. And like, we did another episode and it was good. Yeah. I remember like the, the first three podcasts that I ever guested on, they end up not getting released. Um, not, all three of the show, the three shows didn't take off. And then the fourth time I got asked to guest, like that show never aired. And I finally reached out and was like, Hey, what's up? Like, you know, honestly, it was a, it was a, like we like you and the episode was good, but like, it just didn't feel like it went with the flow of like our content. We went a lot off topic mm. on stuff. And I was like, you know what we did? That's fine. Like, cool. Thanks for the feedback. That was really helpful. Um, like yeah. let like have those conversations and, and find those people. And it was, it was somebody I knew well enough that, you know, we could do that with. So, um, I love that. So get started. It does take time. Um, I'm going to give a shameless plug join. If you, if you're interested in like guesting on shows or like learning about the podcasting community and space, Join the SalesCast community. There's a lot of great channels, a lot of great information um, for you to just get started. So I'm gonna like go ahead and plug that. But um, as we close the, close the show, how do my listeners, you know, you know, get in touch with you? What do you want to plug? Where should they go um, check out? Besides, I'll definitely have your LinkedIn. 
um, already in from you know the last episode as well. But where should they uh, connect with you? Yeah, I mean, best thing is like we talked a lot about podcasting. So if you're curious, if you've started and you're wondering like how can I do more, how can I get better, uh, or if you're stuck and you're like I don't know where to start and you want to learn more to get started in podcasting, whether that's guesting or hosting your own show, just go to salescast.community and that'll get you access to our community and you get plugged in with, I think, 550 plus podcasters, um, tons of resources, uh, tons of content, free courses, all kinds of awesome stuff to help you get started on this journey. Love it. Colin, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate getting a chat with this. I know we could talk forever, so we'll have to uh, maybe even bring, come back on and do, you know, how to get started. Um, and maybe do like a, a mini cool, like masterclass version of it. Um, but I really appreciate you and thank you so much for joining, uh, Bear Nation. Appreciate y'all as well for tuning in. Make sure if you're interested in the podcast game, join the salescast community. You'll find me there as well. Um, it's a great place. I've learned a lot from it. Colin, as always, my friend, thank you and take care. Thank you. All right, y'all stay well and rise up. Bear Nation, thanks for listening to the Bear Necessities of Entrepreneurship. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review. 